Welcome to episode six. Today's guest is nothing short of amazing. He's actually inspired me to start my podcasting journey back in 2017. And it's funny because I'd actually asked him a question regarding getting musician interviews. And his response was, quote unquote, build a podcast they want to be on. And now he's actually on this podcast, which how cool is that? John Lee Dumas is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs on every Monday and drops value bombs every Thursday. With over 2,000 episodes, 1.3 million listens every month, and seven figures of annual revenue, JLD is just getting started. Visit eofire.com to set your entrepreneur journey on fire. This is Unleash Your Inner Legend, a podcast featuring modern-day legends sharing their life choices, habits, and routines that got them to where they are today. Get ready to be inspired and to take massive action to unleash your inner legend. John Lee Dumas is in the house. What is going on? You know, the sun is shining. The birds are singing here in Puerto Rico. Life is good, and thanks for having me. That's so awesome to hear. So I'm super stoked to have you on the podcast. This is going to be epic. You are such an inspiration. You actually inspired me to start my podcasting journey back in like 2017, a few years ago. And can't wait to share that kind of magic with the listeners. It's going to be great. I'm all about the ripple effect, Holly. So the fact that I inspired you to come out and share your voice, your message, your mission with the world, you're going to inspire so many people that I would never have been able to, but like together and with all the other people we're going to be able to help, it's going to be an amazing thing. I'm excited. So now you always open your show having your guests do something, and I'd love to start out with you doing it. So JLD, share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. You know, most people don't know that for 30 minutes every single day, I do an infrared sauna. That means I sit in this little sauna, I zip it up to my neck, I have a nice show on Netflix playing there, and I just sweat for 30 minutes. It's kind of like my meditation of the day. It's my quiet time of the day. It's my reflection, my um, way of just kind of detoxing the day, so to speak. So I like to kind of do it typically around 6 or 6.30 p.m. as one of my last things of the day. After that shower, I feel like I have cleansed the amazing day, and I'm ready for a nice evening going into uh, a nice bedtime, nighttime story. That's awesome. So what does that do as far as like, what's the health benefits? There's so many health benefits and the infrared actually is a really cool aspect. You can just do a normal sauna, but infrared is uh, meant to actually go inside, heat outside. So it's infrared waves are coming into your body, heating from the inside, kind of expunging out all the toxins, all the heavy metals that you have in your body in just a much deeper way. And so for those 30 minutes, you are just sweating, cleansing through the millions of pores that you have around your body and I'm not gonna get too graphic but um, the sweat that you look at after you're done with that you're like that was in my body (laughs) that's awesome so thank you for sharing that Um, definitely have to check that out and the goal for this episode is I really want to do a dive deep into your mindset and how really you unleash your inner legend so talk about how like your journey in life your choices mindset and habits that led you to the be the podcasting icon and I mean just really king of entrepreneurs that you are today so how does that sound sounds great because for me when I graduated college you know and I was immediately commissioned as an officer in the US Army I spent eight years in the army leading men in a time of war and a lot of people when they look back on my journey now as a successful podcaster and entrepreneur 
They say, oh man, the army, they must have given you so much discipline. That's the reason why you're a success. And part of that is true, but the bigger thing that I don't talk about a lot that the army gave me that I think is so important for people today to really grasp onto is perspective. Because you're going to have really bad days as an entrepreneur. You're going to have really bad days as a human being. Like you're going to sleep like crap. You're going to eat something. You're going to feel like crap. Somebody's going to say something to you that makes you feel like crap. Like all these things are going to happen to you every single day. And not every single day, but I mean, it's going to happen to you on a consistent basis, you know, every, every now and then once a week, few times a month. And some people just can't let that go. And it just becomes a part of them. But for me, I'm able to use perspective, meaning I go back to 2003, 2004, when I was in Iraq as a tank commander, getting shot at, having friends that were, you know, unfortunately injured and killed in a time of war and saying, you know what? I may not have had a great night's sleep last night, or this client may have said something bad about me, or this might have happened or that might have happened. But JLD, keep things in perspective because tomorrow's a new day and you're not getting shot at. You're in Puerto Rico. You're speaking to cool people like Holly. You're in a nice air-conditioned room. You have coffee at your side. You know, it's perspective, my friends. Perspective is the biggest thing because the roller coaster of an entrepreneur is insane. The ups and the downs. And if you can't at the lowest point put things in perspective, then you're not going to get to those high points that we all strive for where things are just rocking and rolling. And, you know, I just love the highs and now I'm able to weather those lows because of the perspective. That's key. That's awesome that you took that. And it's really, a, you know, like a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we face a battle of, um, like mindset. So it's all mental. Like, it's not like we're getting shot at. It's not like it's life or death. I mean, maybe if you're a doctor, maybe, but like, you know what I mean? But as far as like in business, no one's going to die. Um, you might screw up, you might fail, you might look silly, but at the end of the day, you're still alive and you have so much to be grateful for. So that's awesome that you share that on perspective. So, you know, you went through, um, military, you did all that. And then you get out, you, you're in your thirties and then you have that aha moment um, you had the inspiration to create a podcast that you yourself wanted and that you were seeking that wasn't out there. What made you pull the trigger on that and take that leap of faith to start your podcasting journey? So there I was like 31 years old and I was really questioning my life at that point. You know, I'd spent eight years as an officer in the army, which I had really enjoyed, but I was, I'd really struggled outside of that. Like I tried law school, dropped out, tried corporate finance, tried real estate, nothing was really working for me. So I started educating myself by reading business books and entrepreneurship books and listening to the audio books. And that led me to listening to podcasts. And I just loved the medium of podcasting immediately. I'm like, wait, this is free. This is on demand. This is targeted content. Like I can listen when I want to, to what I want to. And I don't have to listen to like those annoying radio commercials that are just like 10 octaves too high about you know, trying to sell me used cars. Like this is amazing. I love this medium. So I just became obsessed as a listener, Holly, just as a listener. Yeah. And that was it. And then I listened for years. But then one time I was just like, you know what? There's something missing in the podcasting world. I am driving to work every single day. I'm at the gym. I'm walking my dog. I'm looking to listen to more podcasts than there are out there, meaning the ones that I was looking for were podcasts that interviewed entrepreneurs on their journey. And there was a couple of shows doing it, but at very low quantity. And I said, where's the daily show that's doing it every single day, a new show every single day? I mean, there's the news comes out every single day with the news stories 
So my dad tunes in at 6 p.m. every single night to watch the news. Why can't I do something like that on entrepreneurship interview level for podcasts? And I said, why not? Because I had not had success in anything else I was doing in the civilian world post-military. So I said, I'm going to be the first daily podcaster interviewing successful entrepreneurs. And guess what, Holly? From day one, I was the best daily podcaster interviewing entrepreneurs. I was also the worst. I was also the only person doing it. And that's such a lesson for everybody listening. What can you be first to market to? I wasn't first to market to podcasting, but in the niche of the daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs, I was number one. And so because of that, I got the first mover's advantage and I haven't let it go since. It's been seven years, 2,200 episodes, over, coming up on $20 million in revenue as a result of being a first mover advantage. That success has been massive because of that. So what's the thing that you can do? And I'm talking to you, the viewer, the listener here, that brings you first to market in a micro niche. Yeah, it might be being done right now at this level, but what about three levels down? Can you be the first to market there? That's awesome. So like back in 2012, you know, podcasts were a thing. I mean, people listened to them. Obviously you were listening to them, but you know, whenever you shared with your family, your friends, whoever, that you were going to take this journey, I'm sure there were some naysayers because back then it wasn't as easy to broadcast or the technology wasn't as convenient as it was. How did you handle those naysayers in your life? I mean, I'm a big believer in not trying to convert the unconvertible. I mean, that's just not a good business practice in my experience. So, you know, there'll be people that come up to me and they say, John, listen, I'm a I'm, I'm, pretty tech, I'm a pretty tech-savvy individual. I do email. I have social media. I wouldn't even know where to start to listen to a podcast. And I'd be like, well, do you listen to audiobooks? Do you, like, read business books? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, you're not really my target market anyway. So, I mean, that's okay. And this was back in 2012 because, like you mentioned, podcasting was a thing. People listened, but at a much smaller level. It wasn't, you know, now I was listening to the – I was watching the Mindy Project last night. And it's just like – you know, they're, make, they're not making fun. They're like talking about her podcast and this and that. It's just like, it's, it's everywhere now. It's mainstream. The word is there. Like if you're a newscaster, if you're um, a celebrity, a comedian, any business personality, and you don't have a podcast, like you are like irrelevant in a lot of, in a lot of the world. So the reality is I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on people that are already listening to podcasts. I'm going to convert the converted. It's such an easier sell. So I spent all of my time not trying to convince people why podcasting was awesome, why they should listen. I said, hey, you'll figure it out on your own or you won't and you'll be dead to me. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> so I started focusing on getting on other podcasts because guess what? And this is, by the way, a revelation for some people, but podcast listeners listen to podcasts. So a lot of people say, John, how do I grow my podcast? And I say, well, how many podcasts were you on last month? Zero. Well, guess what? I'm on 25 other podcasts every single month. Holly, this is true. You are the first of 25 interviews I'm doing today. So you're getting me first cup of coffee right here. Many more coming. But I have 25 interviews today on other podcasts. I do that one day per month. 
I commit one day to being on other podcasts because podcast listeners listen to podcasts and it's worth it. Because guess what? Your listeners, Holly, listen to an average of seven podcasts. And I'm not looking to replace you. I'm looking to be one of their other six that they listen to. And so it's worth it. That's what I wanted to say about that. Wow, that is big, big info. I know it's something that it sounds, okay, yeah, of course, that makes sense. But I mean, obviously, yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So, you know, you said your show's daily and obviously everybody knows. I know, I mean, I get my notifications popping up every time when you release one. Um, (laughs) What, like, how do you remain so consistent? I mean, you get, that's a lot, that's a lot of production. That's a lot of time invested. What's your, what's your habits that you've created to remain consistent? Well, number one, I committed to the realization that being consistent was the recipe for success because I studied people and I saw entrepreneurs and businessmen and women that had success in life were consistent. It was an absolute necessary ingredient to their success. So I committed to that first and foremost. But I said, okay, how am I going to become um, consistent now? And the word that I use and that I really created for my systems is called batching. I said, you know what? I'm not going to wake up 31 days per month and feel like recording an episode every single day. I'm not. It's just not going to happen. Some days I'm going to be tired or busy or traveling or sore throat or no voice or this or that. It's just going to happen. But I know that I can do this. I know that I can batch my interviews. And so when I first started off, Holly, I would do eight interviews every single Tuesday. That was my Tuesday. I knew that one day per week, that was my Super Bowl. I was going to wake up in the morning. I was going to knock out eight interviews. It was not consuming and bandwidth consuming, energy consuming, but I was going to do it because Holly, that was my Super Bowl. And I was going to make it happen as a result. And guess what? The other six days, I could recover. I could relax. I could travel. I could work on other parts of my business that needed work and all these other things on these other six days. Then I even upped it to the next level after about three or four years. And I started doing 15 interviews the first Monday and the first Tuesday of every month. So now I've compressed a month's worth of interviews to two days. And by the way, I couldn't have started day one doing that. It's like running a marathon. If you haven't run for a couple of years, don't go run 26.2 miles tomorrow. <laughs> But I was putting in the reps, I was doing the work, I was building up my audio capacity, my audio, um, you know, opportunity that I could keep talking and keep interviewing and not like just die and want to curl up into a ball. And by the time I got to the point where I was able to do 30 interviews in two days, freeing up 28 to 29 days per month, then I was really able to say, okay, now what can I do with this huge chunk of time to grow my business in other areas as well? So now I have, you know, nine, 10, 11 revenue streams that bring in hundreds of thousands of dollars every single month, allowing Kate and I to live down here in Puerto Rico on the Caribbean, you know, going to Europe for 75 days every, every fall. We're doing a, another 75 day trip Uh, starting this August. It's going to be amazing. All because I put in the work in sprints and batches. That's that's what gave us that opportunity for success. Awesome. So one last question before you get going to the next 24 um, interviews that you got rocking today. So, you know, you made it to this point, like you said, you're getting in all this revenue, you're working, it's just kind of like allowing you to enjoy life. 
what keeps you inspired to keep doing that? Because I know a lot of people, like, they have this goal of making it, and then it's like, that's it. So, like, what keeps you, like, talking with me today? What keeps you talking with the next 24 people? What's it's a great question, and I think it's a great question. I think it's a great way to, to loop back to how we started this interview because it is 100% the truth. What keeps me inspired to keep driving forward is the ripple effect. Like when people like yourself say that I've inspired you to launch your podcast and to get your message out into the world, a lot of people with a mindset of scarcity and really what I would actually call sad people, they would be like, oh no, like I'm creating competition for myself. I mean, that's just a sad dreary way to look at life. For me, I'm like, I am like creating an army of which I am one soldier in that army. You are one soldier in this army. And we are together with everybody else spreading great knowledge, great value, inspiration, hope, freedom, information, all these things that a lot of us have been able to achieve. And it's exciting to see someone like you now going out into the world and doing what you're doing, inspiring other people and so on and so forth. And that's what fires me up. That's so awesome. I appreciate you taking the time. Do you have last words for the listeners? I think my last words would be a quote by Albert Einstein that really kind of clicked the light bulb moment for me. And that is try not to become a person of success but rather a person of value. And I lived that, Holly. I was trying to be a success for 32 years and it wasn't really working to me because when I saw that quote at 32 years old, I looked back at my life and I was like, what real value have I been adding? You know, as, as an officer in the army, I obviously added a ton of value in my own way, but post-military with law school and with corporate finance, in real sense, like, what real value am I adding? And I was kind of coming up short. And that's what flipped my thinking to say, how can I just become a person of value? And that led to the inspiration for Entrepreneurs on Fire and everything that's come since. That's so awesome. Well, you rock. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Unleash Your Inner Legend. For more inspiration, make sure to subscribe by going to UnleashYourInnerLegend.com. We'll see you guys next week.